0: Welcome back. I'm your host, David Jennings. In this session, we're going to be chatting with Scott Gallantly. He's the founder of Scale My Empire. He's a Melbourne-based entrepreneur in the suburb next to mine, which is cool, and his skill is is all in finding the right technology and systems that help businesses jump from that sort of small to mid-market space so it kind of helps them start to bridge that gap he used to own a digital agency before spotting this opportunity to help small business owners start to scale up their operations and still remain profitable which i find is actually quite common i came from that same space where we worked in a digital agency you work very closely with your clients you start to understand some of their problems and challenges and then from there Like any good entrepreneur, you want to solve those problems. And that's how Scott's gone on to develop his current business. So he's got this simple and intuitive framework that helps him to systemize particularly service-based businesses. And we have a a mutual friend, Mike Rhodes, who actually used to be a past speaker at last year's Business Systems Summit. And he said, you guys need to chat. Now we catch up for lunch. We're in a mastermind together. I know you're going to love his system. So it's with great pleasure that I get to welcome Scott to the summit.
1: Oh, mate, with an introduction like that, how could I ask for more? Thank you very much, Dave, and uh, hello to everybody listening in on internet land. This is going to be a lot of fun today. Hopefully there'll be as much laughs
0: as there are learnings uh, and we'll get some good work done together. I'm sure it will be. And we've got a lot to cover. You're going to show us your system for developing Google Data Studio dashboards, which I think is an area very commonly overlooked by business owners. They kind of know they need dashboards in place. They oftentimes just don't get around to it. So as a way just to get started, I'd love it if you could just talk us through a little bit about this system and the problem that it aims to solve for business owners. And then, yeah, we can dive in and go step by step.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, now, I've got this saying, which I'm sure I've ripped off somebody else, but if you don't measure, you can't manage. Uh, I can't remember who said that first, but I'm claiming it from here on in. Uh, but it's very true, right? And, and Dave, you know this, that as your business starts to scale up, the business can start to feel a little bit like a black box. You know, Maybe you're the founder and initially you're working on the tools and you kind of know everything that's going on. Then you move up into an operations management role and other people are delivering for you. Your finger's not necessarily on the pulse. Then you move out of that just into sales, business development, and then even out of that into a purely management or director role. And as you start to scale up and you start to rise uh, out of the detail, you lose that touch point and you don't necessarily know exactly what's going on. So I kind of think of it like a bit of a black box. And I know a lot of founders and business owners that feel that way. And when their business becomes a black box, their reporting or sorry, their decision making can be very much just shoot from the hip not necessarily fact-based and is therefore at risk of making decisions that could really impact the business negative way. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And I see it quite commonly when people think about dashboards, they're not too sure where to start. There are a lot of different metrics. It's like when you hop into something like Google Analytics and there's literally hundreds of things to look at, which means you end up really not looking at anything because you haven't got any sort of focus. So I think, yeah, uh-huh. if no doubt that's part of what we're going to cover is how do we identify those. So where do you get started in this process?
1: Well, look, it's all about knowing, you know, what to measure and why you should be measuring it. And uh, I want to sort of start with a bit of an example of my own journey, which I think a lot of people probably resonate with um, as it's the sort of things that you know are really important to measure that might be a little different to what you think. I remember, you know, in the earlier stages of business I developed a great relationship with a company much bigger, with a much bigger marketing budget than mine, who said, Scotty, we're gonna send you 100 leads a quarter for you to close and add services to and do your thing. And I thought, you beauty, I've got a great conversion rate. Uh, We've got a reasonably high ticket priced thing. For any services business or any agency that's listening to this right now, you'd be thinking, holy hell, if somebody could offer me 100 leads a quarter, I'd be laughing, right? Um, And I definitely thought I was. But what we didn't know at the time or the hidden fact was that these leads were really low quality. They took a really long time to close and the sale value was not as high as what we were used to. It was much lower. So what we had was really the worst case sales scenario on all of this stuff that was coming in. But I was completely blinded. You know, when I talk about whether you're a shoot from the hip entrepreneur or more of a data driven entrepreneur, I'd like to think I'm this one, but I'm really this one. I'm just just like everyone, passionate, you know, trying to make decisions on the fly. And I was a bit blinded by the awesome source that was being delivered to me each month or each quarter in terms of leads. And what we eventually found out was that we were spending more money in selling and closing these leads and they were actually returning to the business. And we didn't realize that until much later when we really looked at the numbers. And we've got a great CRM, we're collecting all the information, but I didn't have a visualization of the story. I, was, I had some numbers, but I wasn't really looking at the story behind the numbers that could have told me what was going on much earlier and I could have saved myself a lot of money. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, very much so. And something that I think I realized early on as as Melissa came in to our role and I tried to take that step back and only start to analyze the numbers, she started, one of the first things that she did was pruning and streamlining our product offering, doing some analysis on which products were making us the most margin. And for a little while there, we actually saw like our top line sales was going down yet we were seeing our bottom line profits going up so it's not always a case of selling more means you make more oftentimes certain like products and services they can be very time consuming they can steal time away from the business owner some key team members uh, and the margins just aren't there so i think that's a big part of of the analysis we do it on like a project basis where we'll look at once something's delivered and do a post-mortem so we can then decide you know was that profitable what worked what didn't so we can then sort of start to tweak it but it's hard to kind of have that happen every single time so i'd be interested to know how you You do that through dashboards and yeah, how you adjusted for this approach.
1: Yeah, and and look, that's a really good point. And what you've just said, there's a great insight which you can't really get unless you see or look at more of the trends over time. If you're looking at it on a per-project, per-project basis um, or you're looking just at the um, tactical data at the bottom, you may not see the overall trend. You might see one project which is a little less profitable than others but not see the overall trend of a segment of products which are less profitable than others versus the sales effort to sell those products as well. You don't see that full story without a nice dashboard that can kind of articulate that. And I want to talk about what makes a good metric first. So I'll talk about that in a moment, but um, actually show you some of those cool metrics and how you can use Google Data Studio to get them. So, um, Maybe
0: should I dive straight into that? Yeah, let's do that. And what's what's like the first step when you're thinking about building one of these dashboards for yourself or for a client? Is it identifying these Mm. key metrics? Is that where you start?
1: Yeah, and this is really important, Dave. So I want anyone who's listening to this right now to grab their pen and write this down and talk about health over vanity. Metrics that define the health of your system are much more important than the vanity metrics like, say, total revenue. To your point before, a particular product might be making you lots of money, but the real determination of whether that product's worth it is the metric, the profit at the end. never are things that people aren't necessarily um, looking at. And to go back to the example that I talked about earlier, sales conversion rate. If I'd been looking at sales conversion rate from the very beginning, tracking the number of leads that were coming in, versus the number that were being actually awarded on a per week or a per month basis, I would have seen that this was a really low converting lead source. It was costing me a lot of money and I should probably be doing something about it much earlier
0: than what I did. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So in the plethora of KPIs and numbers you could be looking at, how and where do you start? Well, I'd take a look at what those sort of indicators of the health of my
1: system are. So your marketing system, you know, the ultimate statistic of your marketing system would be qualification rate. So of all the leads that I've got coming in, what is the quality? How many of those are turning into genuine opportunities? That's the ultimate indicator of how good your marketing strategy is. There's a stack of other stats behind that cost per click and cost per acquisition and so forth. But, you know, those ratio figures like qualification rate are really important. How efficient your team, Is it taking those qualified leads and turning them into money? That's your conversion rate, your sales conversion rate. Again, another ratio. How many are coming in versus how many you get out at the end? And then when it comes to delivery, again, not overall very different. How much money is coming in versus how much um, profit comes out. That's your profit margin, Um, whether it's by project, by portfolio, or for a period of time. That ratio figure is the health of your delivery system.
0: Yes. What I find with ratios and dashboards as well, it's good. You start off with these top line numbers. You track them over a period of time. You get comfortable with them. You start to spot trends. Then you can start to see where something needs attention. It's almost like a red flag and you're you're looking at that top line metric. And then the next thing that you can do is, well, what are, yeah, underneath that, what are the different other metrics and components that make up that number? And then it just, you you keep on layering down and down and down until you get to the point where you uncover, hey, this is an area that needs attention. You just
1: mentioned a great thing about trends. And if ratios are my favorite, my second favorite is trends. And let's take, say, total revenue or total number of sales coming in as a figure not particularly useful, but seeing the difference over time seeing how our revenue has shifted month to month and aligning that to events in the business like changes in marketing strategy, changes in economic outlook, or just changes in team, therefore paint a story as to what's happening in the business. So we're going to actually have a look at building one of those sort of trend line graphs today as well as some of those ratio and metric graphs uh, using Google Data Studio, um, which we'll dive into in just a
0: moment. Perfect. So that first step is thinking about um, what is a metric in each of those three areas, marketing, sales, and then the operations, the delivery of the product and service?
1: Mm, spot on.
0: Focusing on trends and ratios
1: as more to top-line figures. And, yeah, you know, ultimately these are measuring the performance of the system, which you're a master of and is part of your bag, right, helping people systemize the measure is telling you whether it's successful. And Google does to You, you know what I love about that? It's free. So you can get started with it at zero cost, Comes part of just having a Google account. And a lot of people, when they think of Google Data Studio, they think of just bringing in kind of marketing metrics like yeah, website analytics or you know Facebook ad stats and things like that, all the kind of standard connectors. But Google Data Studio it has a lot of different ways or a lot of different types of connections it can do to get access to your sales and operations data to start painting some really beautiful stories really easily. So that's what we'll go through today. I can start sharing the screens and so forth. When you're ready, Dave, just give me the uh, thumbs up. Yeah,
0: let's do it. So if that first step then is getting clear on some of those metrics, then the second step is starting to set it up in in Data Studio?
1: Yeah. So what we'll do, I'll, I'll just give you everybody who's listening a quick run through of sort of the key concepts of Data Studio, and then we'll keep what that second step is, which is getting your data ready. But let's give everyone a little bit of context first. You can get into Data Studio your free account just by going to um, that little bit of URL there, so datastudio.google.com. Super easy. You log in the first time, it might ask you to um, accept the terms and conditions, offer to give your firstborn child to um, uh, the Google gods once you start using the platform, but if you're comfortable with that, really there's no cost. Once you get in here, you're presented with a pretty simple screen, and I just want to talk about what are the key concepts here because that will help people get started, right? first is reports when you see reports we're talking about the end state of your dashboard and that's all the data turned into beautiful visualizations put into a format that you can kind of filter in and do things in this is the end state that we're going to get to uh, later down the track but that's reports where it all starts is actually in data sources and a lot of people ask what's a data source well it is a source of data it literally is what it says it if you think of your CRM or your project management system, maybe it's capturing opportunities or maybe it's capturing time and expenses. It's all going into a database. You can export that database from most cloud systems into a simple spreadsheet, which can be created as a data source for Google Data Studio to read. You can create one of those pretty easy just by going in and going and create data source. And you can see all the different connectors. And this can be really overwhelming For a lot of people that have first jumped into Data Studio. So I want to cut the, um, you know, cut the fluff out and get really to the point. You've got really three options. You've got Google's analytics and, you know, it's kind of marketing information, which if you're a digital marketer, it's probably something you're already working with. You've got Google Sheets, which is basically a spreadsheet, which was what we're going to talk about today. And then you've got some platforms which connect directly to Google. Uh, data Studio, like our preferred CRM, Copper, um, which has a direct connection. You can suck data straight out. There's a few of those in here like MailChimp and I think a little bit of Salesforce and some pipe drive and a few others in here. So um, you can connect directly to your uh, CRM or you can bring things in from Google Sheet and that's what we're going to do today. Here's what I prepared earlier. So if we talk about step two, Dave, you've thought about what metrics you want. You're going to go to the software that you're collecting the information, and we're going to use a CRM as an example, and we're just going to export out uh, the data that we want to measure. In this example, I've just exported my sales opportunities from my CRM into a spreadsheet format, and they've come as a nice flat file here that I can use to bring into Google Data Studio. Making sense so far? Yep. Trick for young players. I want everyone to write this down. Google Data Studio is super particular about dates. So if you're having problems with your data, it's particularly you're showing data over time, I want you to do two things. First of all, make sure whether you're using Excel or Google, data, uh, or Google Sheets, just go to your spreadsheet settings and make sure your location is set correctly because that plays with dates. We're going to make sure we're in Australia here. And then you're going to go to your date column and you're just going to set the format up to be year, month, day. Without any breaks in between year, month, day, four digits, two digits, two digits. So it looks a little bit like that. That's the biggest trick. If you can do that, you are nine tenths of the way there, home and host. Going back to Google Data Studio now, we're going to create our first data source. So we're going to create a new data source. We'll call it our uh, Copper CRM Sales. Like everything in Google, it loves a good search. You can click the search button here and find your spreadsheet. We'll just pick our little training spreadsheet pick the tab we want. Just got a frog in my throat, Dave, for every one minute. Now you're gonna be presented with a screen that um, looks like all of your columns on the left with the sort of data types. So every column in your spreadsheet is going to have a type. Most of it are gonna be numbers, text. All you need to do here is just make sure that things like dollar values are set to currencies and dates are set to dates. So my close date, just make sure that's a date format in the uh, year, 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 and month, month, day, date format. That's all you need to worry about to make sure dates are going to work. And just make sure those values are a number or even better, a currency. That's all you need to do to just get started. Sound easy enough so far, Dave? Perfect. Yep. Makes good sense. Now, what we want to do before we get in, uh, into our report is we're going to hit the explore button. And this allows us to take a look at our data, have a bit of play with it, and I'm going to be able to show you the sort of 101 now of how Google Data Studio works and the key concepts behind building a dashboard. First thing you're going to see here on the top right are the different visualizations. And this is the way that we can see our data in a visual format to tell a story. At the most simplest, it could be a table like this, But we've got line graphs and bar graphs and pie charts and even some more complicated things like uh, scatter graphs and things like that, which you'll probably never have to worry about. If anyone's getting in here and working along at the same pace, you're really only going to look at sort of two to three different formats ever, and that's a a table, a bar graph, or a pie graph. And that's going to suit probably 99% of the sort of situations you might use with Google Data Studio. For now, we're just going gonna to start with a table and we're going to get a little bit more tricky later. I want to talk about some of the key concepts. So get your pen and paper ready because I'd like you to write this down. Under data, you've got your data source, which was our spreadsheet. You've got a date range dimension, which is a way of filtering what shows on your screen by a particular date. We've gone and put close date in here because it's a sales CRM. The close date is what drives recognition of, of the sale. So we're going to use close date for our filter. Then we're going to look at these two super important pieces. The first is dimension, how we want to see the data. So the first column in your table and the metric, what information we want to see by the dimension. And I'll give you a really quick example of that. Maybe we want to see by the different sources of leads what the total value of the sales were, makes sense. Pretty simple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see across my whole data set, Copper CRM has sent me a pretty significant amount of sales based on my um, my little data sheet there. But a lot of my business being generated from return customers, which is great. And then referrals, and then different particular partners that have sent me uh, sent me deals over time. So I've instantaneously gotten a bit of an insight into my data from doing nothing but clicking a few buttons. We're going to take this one step further now. And what we're going to do is a revenue over time to look at the trends of uh, revenue coming in or sales coming in over time so that we can start to align that to maybe different events in our business. So we're going to make our dimension close date. So I'm just going to pick it up and drag it over. And it's given me... All of the closed dates in my system and all of the values. Not super helpful, so I'm going to roll them up a little bit. Click my little edit button. I'm going to show that in year-month format. Lo and behold, it's rolled it up to year by month. I've got my value in there already. But you know what? Table isn't a super useful way of viewing that information. So let's do it as a chart and let's make sure that it's sorted properly. We'll sort by a uh, date think that's in order ascending or descending now we're starting to see some trends over time in fact i could even make that a time graph and see it more like that as a trend
0: following so far dave yes yep pretty straightforward yeah so first things first getting very clear on what those top few metrics are then it's become obvious that for Data Studio to work or any dashboarding, you need to be ke- like connecting some form of data source, which means you have to have good, clean data captured somewhere. And obviously we're focusing in on uh, the, the sales side of things at the moment, so grabbing it from a, a CRM makes sense. Importing it over into here and then starting to manipulate that, and, and you've kind of dived into a couple of different areas as far as like different data sources and how that might be displayed and showing us some ways to do that. I'm assuming now that there's also a point where we'll narrow in on those two or three metrics that we've identified and then that will help to create some form of dashboard.
1: Mm, That's right. So at the moment, we're taking a look at our data and we're going to put this uh, into uh, into a report. So let's just save that now. What we will do is now take this dimensions and metrics. Why don't we go and do that and create a report now and start to bring some of these things together. So we're going to go into reports. We're going to create a blank report. And it's like a Word document. And we're going to sort of build that document up over time. First thing we're going to do is bring in some data. And lo and behold, we'll bring in our uh, data source, which was, what did I call that, Dave? Do you remember? I think it was untitled. That was probably it. I probably didn't give it a name. And we're going to add a chart. So what we'll do, we'll add our time series chart that we just made. I, can't, I don't think it was the untitled one. What was what did I call it before? Let me just go back and have a quick look. Might have been CRM copper sales. That was it. <laughs> Let me back edit. That's what I'm looking for. Now we've got our date dimension, which we're going to come back to in a minute. We're going to set the dimension to close date and the value as the metric, get rid of that one. We want to make sure we um, we sort uh, by the right value, uh, so we have the dimension there and get that, excuse me one second, where is it? There we go, by year month. So we've just rebuilt what we had in our Explorer before and we've built it as a nice chart on the screen. And we can start to see some sort of trends over time of our sales and start to think about how that's actually uh, being impacted by changes we make in the business. Making sense so far? Yes. Yep. We're going to take a look at two more really quick metrics now. And the second is that sales conversion rate, which we talked about earlier. And what we'll do is we'll make a little uh, little table up. And this time, the dimension we're going to look at is whether we won or lost because conversion rate is a ratio of com- actual one sales versus total uh, opportunities that have come through the door. So we're going to get a little bit more technical now. We're going to say our dimension is status and our metric is going to be a count of the total number of sales that have come in. So we've already got record ID there. We're just going to change that to a count. And we can see here that for all all of our data, we've won 71, we've abandoned 45, we've lost 43, and there's still 15 that are open. So we can get a little bit trickier now and make that a comparison percentage of total. And lo and behold, we have our conversion rate. 40% of all of our sales opportunities have come in the door have been won. Pretty straightforward. Again, yeah, you can go pretty far and pretty deep with Google Data Studio. We're trying to keep it to the absolute simple things here. You're just remembering the data source, the dimension you want to view the data, and then the metric.
0: Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm imagining the business owner or department head, I mean, if, if we think in terms of the business owner here building out a dashboard, which gives them a bit of a pulse on what's going on inside the business in multiple different departments, collating all of that information into one sheet effectively one one data studio file that you could have a look at to go right i can see at any point where things are up to in my business and how things are trending so it's it sounds like i mean most of the work really is going to go in up front with the initial build and then you're going to tweak and change things as you go um depending on you know what data you feel like you need but always starting simple is probably best if you don't have anything in place starting with between those sort of three and five metrics to start with, that's probably a good
1: place to at least get started. Yeah. Well, let's look at one more pretty important sales metric, which will just sort of round out our dashboard. And then we'll do a few things just to um, make it a little bit more insightful. Let's put a basic pie chart in. And what we're going to do is take a look at what lead sources are generating the most business for us at the moment, which is, you know, we sort of took a look at that in a table format before. So what we're going to do is make our dimension source. And again, we'll make our metric. So what we're measuring against source will make value. And we can see here that, again, copper is producing 63% of all of our revenue coming in, followed by return customers, followed by referrals, and then everything else makes up a very small percentage of the total business that's coming in. So in the space of 15 minutes, we've done three things. Three things. We've looked at... How our revenue is changing over time. And you can see already that we must have done something in September that generated a lot of new business. We may have stopped that or changed and it's then dropped right off. But then in the early stage of 2019, we've made another shift in the business and it's just skyrocketed. So we can start to align that back to our marketing campaign. And we can see here the result of our marketing being. Copper certainly what's generating the vast majority of that business. But you know what? That's showing me over time. I really want to see what changed in this period here. So I'm going to add a little date range filter at the top and I'll um, set it to auto. I'm going to hit the view button up on the right. Let's change our date range and say, just show me for this year. Or we can set a you know, specific set of dates or something like last month or the quarter, but let's just start with this year. I can see that big spike in business now and how that's changed. I can see my conversion rate pretty well maintained at 40% over time, but I can certainly see that copper is what's driven all of that business. If I go back to when we weren't making a great deal of money, so let's um, let's pick a fixed, I've got your face in the way. Let me just move you out of the way there. Uh, fixed period. Let's go back in time a little bit to um, 2017 where things were looking a little more grim than what they were today. We had that big drop off and we can start to see some changes. So I'll just expand that out a little bit. We can see we had some shifts in our um, our one weight, our abandon rate went right up. We said some small shifts in our marketing campaign, but we can see that you know the difference in referrals and return customers changed dramatically. Oops, let me Fix that rate back up. Go back in time again. Sorry. When I hit the uh, view button, it just took it back. Just say that for now. We can start to see how things are changing in our business at different times. So we could even square right in on November 17 and work out what happened in that month
0: compared to the rest of the months. Yeah, that makes good sense. A couple of questions around the way that Data Studio works. Like we've obviously... in import- Nothing data is there a way obviously with the integrations you can have live feed come in if that's not done is that best done through automatic imports or something through Zapier into a Google sheet so that the data updates itself i mean that's the real key you want to try and have this this data source updated that way you're looking at the most accurate current data
1: uh, as i said spreadsheets are the easiest thing to get started with and exporting your data into a spreadsheet With a couple of buttons, you can have a really quick dashboard in the business, right? But if you want live data, you've got really two options. The first is you've got that range of data sources that connect directly to Google Data Studio. So you've got, uh, for instance, Copper CRM. Uh, I think there's a Salesforce connector in here, Sana. Uh, A few others you can get in here quickly and look at what has a direct connection. The other is you might use something like Zapier to automatically be pushing data into a spreadsheet, or you'll find a lot of tools have sort of a synchronization, like a live synchronization to a spreadsheet that you can use um, to get a live or near to live feed
0: straight into the system. I think one of the keys here with uh, Data Studio in particular in building up dashboards a lot of people will be working with different software as a service platforms, different tools, and the data is oftentimes just living in all of these different locations. You can get some of this information, let's say, inside your CRM platform, but then you won't get to see that side by side between how much traffic you're getting to the website or pulling data from, let's say, Asana or some sort of time management platform to see how much time you're investing into a project. And then that kind of makes it, hard to make decisions when you're looking at a dashboard, when you're only looking at parts of information and you need to jump around. Really the key is to understand how the business is operating as a, a whole, looking at it in one location so you can then start to also see, hey, when we saw the dip in sales just here, that also corresponded to a month or two beforehand there was a a dip in leads, which, you know, at that point, we'd lowered our marketing budget or something like that. So it's really about trying to get all of this data into a central place so that you can make a well-informed decision based on all of the data rather than just a little skinny bit of the data.
1: Yeah, and a really good point is, you know, looking at other sources of information to get that complete picture. Now, if we look at at revenue over all time or just say... um, even for a year, you start to see those shifts. That's great. We might be able to look at the source performance or how we're converting and how those things are impacting us. But there might be other platforms that are collecting information, like you said, uh, your Google Analytics and website traffic that impact this. And the thing about, I love about Google Data Studio is you can actually bring in different sources. If I hit the Edit button there, I can uh, go to Resources and add as many sources as I like, including, you know, Google Ad Manager, Google Analytics. I can't pick our one. At the click of a button, I can bring that information straight in and then I can start to create charts and graphs about it. Just put that guy down there for now and we'll pick our, um, oh, what did I call it? <laughs> Trippy young players. Always
0: name it. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to find it and always name it. I think it was the copper sales. But but I think was I mean, a... the way that, that I like to think about it um, is you'll have potentially a top-level dashboard that maybe shows the business from from that high level. And then you might create some sub-dashboards that kind of drill into certain categories. You might have a sales dashboard. You might have a marketing dashboard. You could have an operations or delivery dashboard you can have your finance dashboard so you have a a primary one which gives you those high level metrics and once you get that built out then that's (coughs) the dashboard that you look at and then want to focus in on something because hey this isn't quite stacking up the way that we like or the trend isn't heading in the right direction well again what what is making up those metrics and then you dig a little bit deeper and then the aim of the game really is to then use that as a way to guide what your you 90-day know, rocks are or 60-day rocks or 30-day rocks or whatever the team is working on right now. Um, another good thing as well, um, which we talked about in one of the other sessions on the summit, was around also getting people then to own certain KPIs. So depending on the size of the team, you would get someone whose responsibility it was to look after this particular KPI and then they then you've got someone who who is constantly giving their attention to it and looking to improve it and
1: to your point Dave around systems and what you guys do best you know that a system is not just about process platform but about who or the people that are doing those different things so once you've actually worked out what those metrics are you can start to determine who in that system is responsible for achieving them And then they can, as you say, take ownership of these things, which I think is really important.
0: Perfect. In the tail end, are there any particular points or any final points you want to kind of bring together as someone starts to build their dashboard and how they might use the information to help inform their decisions?
1: Well, I think if you're starting from a position of, you know, what question am I trying to answer? What uh, piece of information... Is going to help me make a smarter decision about the strategy in my business whether that's marketing or how we sell or how we deliver as long as you're starting there you're starting in the right place getting your data whether you're exporting it out of a spreadsheet once a month or you've got the ability to get it live is great and you've now seen that you know framing up a report is pretty easy right the basics are a couple of button clicks away Uh, And there's certainly plenty of experts out there that can help that piece. The most important thing you can do is think about what you need to ask to make smarter decisions in the
0: business. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, in the tail end, if people wanted to find out more about what you guys do and how you might be able to help them um, get these sorts of dashboards set up, where's the best place for them to head?
1: Well, we've got the website, uh, scarmyempire.com. You can jump straight on there good old interwebs, you can get straight on there and access that and speak to me directly. We are offering a free half-hour strategy session to look at the data in your business and the sort of questions that might help you, you know, that you can ask to help make uh, smarter, insightful decisions around your own systems and giving you a sense of how to build that. So um, just jump over to com, uh, click the Contact Us button, and you'll be in touch with us to have a chat. Perfect. Well,
0: thank you so much for your time, Scott, kind of taking us through that process. Hopefully the, the takeaway here for any business owner is that they need to have some form of dashboard in place that should be pulling from a variety of different sources and then informing their decisions. And if they need an extra helping hand, then obviously reach out to Scott and his team and they can get you up and running. So thanks again, Scott, and no doubt we'll talk soon. All no right. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. You've just been listening to the System Hub podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now.